We were learning to speak your language, Phil. We were trying to, we were, we were trying to figure out what you're saying. Bloody hell, Phil. How about people that put the letter T in the word often? And it's supposed to be silent, often. There is a letter T in it. It's silent. Do you want some paper to make notes? Can or I have some? a calibration um, beer? Okay. Yeah, paper would be good. I know it's not Christmas, but... Pretending? God bless you. <laughs> Rate that beer. I, I'm going to record. It could be. Oh, I have been recording <laughs> for the last four minutes. All right, all right, and down now. Live from the Britain Yankee Pub Studios. Another Britain Yankee Craft Beer Pubcast. I can hear the pints being pulled right now. Not a while, dude. Bring the drums in. Let's have a party. Pump up the bitter. Shh, test it. Pump up the bitter. Pump up the bitter. Take it away, lads. You are paying for that beer, aren't you? Pump up the bitter. Pump up the bitter. Hello and welcome to the Britain Yankee podcast. I'm Phil Clark, the Brit. This is show number 302, and uh, I want to make something completely clear. Portions of this show were recorded ahead of the recent Chicago Tribune article by local beer writer Josh Noel. So once again, we lead the pack in beer reviews. Back in May of last year, show 269, our studio panel performed a blind taste test on Aldi beers, and from our sample, the Hot Lift IPA from Third Street Brewing in Cold Spring, Minnesota, was top, followed closely by Werner's Gruner Schwarzbier from Germany. Whether or not top means that it was a good beer, I'll leave that up to the listener to decide. Recently, we thought we'd try the offerings from Costco, provided in a case sampler of four different styles for just under $20 a case. And then we had a couple of Trader Joe's bombers brewed by Unibrew out of Montreal, Canada. Our tasters for the Costco range were Chuck Four from Church Street and Ken McMullen from Hot Vine Brewing. Chuck then also joined TJ Backhorse up at Church Street for the Trader Joe tastings. Me, the Brit, Phil Clark, made up the threesome on both occasions. There's nothing like a good menage or tasting. So listen in to our reviews of these brews and get the Britain Yankees' perspective on these retailer offerings. We start down at the Britain Yankee Pub Studios with Ken and Chuck and their blind taste test on Costco craft offerings. And if you want to get hold of us or send us some suggestions for samplings and tastings, then send an email to pints at thebritainyankee.com. We'll get back to you and give you a shout out on the, on the show. But for now, it's back to Costco Brews with Chuck, Ken and Phil.
As I have you two beer judges in front of me, I wanted to get uh, an opinion on some beers that um, I've come across and have formed a personal opinion on them. And I just wanted to find out from you guys what you thought. So um, you guys are currently testing them. Uh, you have four different varieties. And I just want you to kind of take a real stab what you think they the style is number one you're going to tell us what the style is do i have to nope okay Okay. see if you can guess (laughs) because i i personally feel that each of them is because i know what they are right obviously it's easy for me but um i i i want to see whether you guys can can tell what it is and then just tell me what you think in terms of is it a good one is it kind of rough is it smooth? You know, the, the, I don't want you to go into the depths of beer judging, but um, so we'll play a little uh, music whilst we allow you to sample, and we'll come back and see whether you're right. We've had, we've had um, enough time for you guys to sip these beers. Not a lot of time, because I think Ken, you said you spend twenty minutes when you're when you're reviewing beers, right? Well, I mean, at least five or ten minutes, and I think we've only had about ten minutes here. And uh, excuse me for burping up beer, man. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me let me give you a little clue as to the styles, and we'll see whether or not you got it right. So beer number one was classed as an American Pale Ale. Oh, I got that right. Hey, APA. what do you get? Do you have APA. I thought it might be an amber ale. Okay. Beer. I didn't get much hop character in that at all. Okay. You want to wait and discuss Yep, yep, yep. Okay. We'll just, we'll just right, go sorry. through the stuff. So beer number two. So that's one point to Chuck. <laughs> so wait, uh, beer wait, number two. That was APA? Yep. Beer number two was an IPA. Yeah, An India that. Pale Ale. You yeah, got that one? That was easy one. Uh, did you get that one, Ken? No, I thought it was just a overhopped blind, but I, uh, I can see it. Okay, so, so two nothing here to chuck. Oh. <laughs> um, beer number three was a brown ale. This is where I go off the rails. Oh, boy. Oh. I, I, I thought it was a Vienna. <laughs> oh, okay. Put, uh, fair I enough. Amber or red ale. Because it, okay. It, well, anyway, you, you're stuck on that amber thing, aren't you? Well, Good. you told me I was wrong with it. It was pretty. <laughs> okay. It's All right. pretty clean. So How about clean. number three? Uh, sorry, four. number four. I beg your pardon. I which with, was um, a stout. I went with American stout. So I went with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It was a American happy. stout. A little American I stout. Called it a porter. Oh, so it looks like Chuck won on the style effort. Let's have a few more minutes. I blew it on and, the other, and allow you to just <laughs> assess what I've told you. All right, I think it's time for us to do the big reveal. So I'm going to pull up the tray of bottles from which I poured these beverages in a big reveal, right? And I usually have a drum roll for this. How about a (laughs) drum cough? So there we go, boys. What do you see in front of you now? I see bottles. 
Costco beer. Four bottle. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> These are four bottles of Kirkland Signature. I think they call it. Well, that's signature their brand. beverage. Every, every... Now you know who makes this. No. It's put on the bottom of the bottle, or on the label rather. It's bottled and brewed by Bricks and Barley Brewing Company, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. So who do you think is in Stevens Point, Wisconsin? Point. Point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. uh, Bricks and Barley is just another name for um, Stevens Point, the Point Brewing Company, who we, really? we know and hate or know and love all our lives. Yeah, I don't know. Depending on how you feel, <laughs> I'm not a big so fan. I, I have some this. I have some affection for Point. Okay. Because, uh, um, the uh, Mexican place Potters in uh, downtown Naperville used to have Point on tap. Really? And my buddy and I used to, back in the early 90s, we used to go down to Potter's and drink pitchers of Point. Point beer is a beer that you can Pitchers of Point of Potter's. We Try did. saying that three times after yeah. a pitcher of Point at Potter's. I think <laughs> a pitcher and I think, pints uh, of Point at Potter's. <laughs> yes. I think at one point their beer was voted like best beer in Wisconsin or something, I believe. Now, I think, I think they have a heritage that... Um, you know, it's fairly decent. Um, I, I say I, I just didn't like Stevens Point, but they appear to have started to brew these beers. Now, at Costco, you can pick up um, a case of this beer, which is the variety, I forget what it is, a signature variety pack. They have different variety packs in the spring. They have different styles. Yeah. This one, I think, appeals to um, the general style of pale ale, India pale ale, and then you know brown and stout, which would be more of a perhaps a winter style, shall we say? Yeah, to me and the brown you, doesn't quite work. But. Yeah, well, I uh, yeah I agree. So um, you can pick this up for nineteen ninety five for a case, right? And I said, well, what the hell? I might as well try it and see what I think. Um, let's let's kind of ask Ken uh, the American pale ale. Now you know it's an American pale ale. You thought it was an amber. What? what how does it rate just of a taste? Well, I, I I thought it tasted okay. It it's uh, to me I got a slight oxidation in there, but uh, the main thing is that it, it just lacks the the hops. To me, it was all malt. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of I was kind of going between a blonde ale and a pale ale. I just picked pale ale, but yeah, it could have easily been a blonde ale. Um, just you know, something like a training wheels beer. Just a, some hops in there. It, um, it does say on the label, refined bitterness, clean and malty body. And uh, yeah. that describes a few well, women I know. I didn't get much. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we move on to the India Pale Ale. Now, an India Pale Ale obviously should reflect a little bit more bitterness, in my opinion, but also a nice balance with the maltiness. This one says, full-bodied and robustly dry hopped. Thoughts, Kent? Um, Chuck? Yeah, maybe robust. Uh, might be a little bit of uh, um, maybe too much. Not exactly robust. Uh, but certainly came across as an IPA. I, I kind of an earthy, piney kind of a, a, a feel going on with the hops. Um, certainly there are bigger IPAs than this one out there. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're not talking big IPAs. We're no. talking 1995 
yeah. you know, cases for. So, yeah. so like we, so like ro- robust may not be the right word if that's what they're and using. If you remember, if you go back a few shows, quite a few shows now, we reviewed Aldi beers, Aldi beers, yeah. and uh, came to the conclusion that the best beer from Aldi was a German style. Uh, we, we did the uh, Schwarz beer, uh, but. Since then, yeah. some Cicerone dude has reviewed them and said that the Werner's Gruner Pilsner is the best out of the, the, the pack, right? So that's how we should review these with the fact that they're not specifically, you know, fabulous beers, but they could be everyday drinking beers. Yeah. For me, what threw me was that I didn't get a hop nose at all. I got a malt nose. On the pale, on the India Pale? On the IPA. Oh, and, really? Uh, and then tasting it, yeah. I got strong bitterness. I thought it was a, yeah. a, a slight astringency in there. Um, so what about the brown ale? Oh, okay. okay. The brown ale is said dark roasted imported malt. Um, for me, a brown ale, you know, should reflect something similar, if you will, to a Newcastle brown as it used to be, not as it is now. Uh, thoughts on this one, yeah. Ken? I thought this one might be a red or an amber ale. It's 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 really not brown. It's got good clarity. I think it's malt forward, and mm. um, I had kind of bready note in there. But yeah. I would never have guessed this to be a brown ale because it's just not. No, it's, it's just not it really threw me enough. off. You know, the clarity threw me off, and then it was it was really the clarity threw me off, and it was really kind of a clean flavor, almost like a almost lager like. Yeah, and so. That kind of threw me off, and so that's why I guess Vienna. <laughs> well, maybe it's a southern brown because we're a lot cleaner than the northerns. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's another. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go with the last one, the the, the stout ale, right? Um, obviously, from the color, you knew it had to be something down the uh, the dark end. Rich and complex is what it says on the label. Um, you you class it as a porter can. Yeah, I, I, it just. You know, the, the it has a smooth roast character to it mm-hmm. rather than a, a like a bitter roast that yeah. kind of threw me. But it's got you know a hop character to it. That's why I thought maybe it might be an American stout. You know, just to Does guess. Does have a, a bitter finish to me? Yeah, I guess yeah, it, I guess it did. Hops in there. It, it wasn't yeah. a smooth finish. I agree. Yeah. So overall, if you had purchases and were not looking for anything specifically great you know because when you buy a case of beer for 1995 you know you're looking at something that's one of these macro breweries and is would steven's point be considered a macro brewery no are they owned by somebody i don't think so i think they're i think they're one of those old school regional breweries that you know they're hanging in there Hanging in there, and they're and they're con- obviously contract brewing some stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I think they contract brew a lot of stuff actually. I think they contract brew uh, Berghoff beers. Do they really? Oh yeah. yeah I can remember okay. when the Berghoff went yeah. out of business, and I think they're still doing that. So so okay, I'm just going to ask for a general opinion and a and a thumb position on the overall ones. Wh- which was the one you liked the best, Ken? <laughs> It's funny because I think it's out of style, but I think it's the tastiest of these. It's the brown ale. I was going to say the same thing. Really? Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Which is interesting because I liked it, but I again I agree with you. It wasn't a brown ale. I didn't. I I thought the stout was the tastiest because it had that 
you know, malty, rich toastiness, roastiness in it. That would be um, my number two, I think. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I agree the, with that. The other two were, they were okay. And so I would say that three out of four of these would be a lawnmower beer. If you didn't care what you were <laughs> drinking, but you wanted something with a little flavor, I'd go with it. Um, yeah. The stout, I'd kind of say, yeah, that, that's pretty good. You could sit down and enjoy one of those. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, what what what'd you expect from a, a Kirkland Costco branded beer? I expect you know? exquisite <laughs> delight. I will tell you this. I turned those bottles over, and they say each one of them has a best by June of this year date on it. Okay. okay. And I would guess if we tasted these in six months, five months, whatever it is from now, five months, we're not going to think these are great. But you're not going to keep a bottle of beer... At nineteen ninety five for a case for bloody six months, are you? Yeah. Well, they yeah. yeah, they said, well, yeah. <laughs> We've. Uh, taken the podcast out for our next two tastings and Chuck is the joining factor on this uh, we came fresh from the studio didn't we uh, did we yes we did <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, no what better place than to try out our Trader Joe's offerings than uh, a place that has just recently received um, beer connoisseur exceptional for their Belgian golden ale and sitting next to me as well Chuck of course you were involved in that but we've also got DJ with us DJ Backhorse. Hello hello. How you doing man? Doing excellent doing excellent looking forward to trying some Belgian beer with you. Alright well this is as I say Belgian beer from Trader Joe's via Montreal because this is their Audacita and Providential Belgian style gold nail and the audacity is a Abbey style blonde ale um, but they are brewed by Unibrew who is out of uh, Montreal Canada so we have a product of Canada now uh, they both have cork and carriages so could you possibly pop the pop well, your cork I'll, I'll sure try <laughs> okay, I'll sure back. try Wait it that way so we had fun we had fun in the last segment doing uh, the uh, Costco beers right well yeah um, I think we decided that, uh... Whoa, dude! Dang! <laughs> I'll say you popped your cork. Wow! Wow! You hit our metal ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> came out with authority, right. man. So, the, the uh, and joining us is uh, Lisa, who is uh, owner of Church Street. Hello, Lisa. Hello, how are you doing today? She saw free beer, so she came down. Uh, <laughs> so, TJ, after you have... Uh, killed us all with the cork why did that pop off quite like that was it because because it is generously carbonated <laughs> ah, generously car- i thought it's because i but not, not in a bad way i mean it's 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 very effervescent it's uh it's appropriate for the style it's a seven and a half percent uh abbey style belgian blondale and uh it has a nice thick white head on it and uh that that cork was necessary probably because yeah. it is a is a well carbonated beer. It wasn't it wasn't a gusher. Not just for show. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't a gusher either. So it just so I mean nothing wrong. So we often hear about beers coming from Canada, which are higher in alcohol, 
Um, this one is 7.5. Um, the other one we're going to do is called a Belgian style. Does anybody know what the Abbey style versus a Belgian style means? Well, usually Abbey means it's not brewed in a monastery if you're over in Europe. Yeah, but well, I guess it, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's you can't call it Trappist ale, right? Which is which is the yeah. Right. problem there okay so this bottle comes from Trader Joe's as I say and it, and both of these are actually I think 895 and one of them had a date of 2019 and the other one had 2020 do you remember which one it was we're drinking the 2021 right now okay which so, is the audacity yes yeah, so I, I I don't know if they're necessarily they, it, it must be like a best buy date or something like that then though um, yeah I'm not quite sure so thought. No, 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 most of the time, most of the time when you see a date on a beer, that's the date it was packaged. At least that's that's the way that we do it. Um, I think that's a little bit because it's really hard to give an expiration date with beer. It's not milk. It's not going to suddenly curdle given a X amount of time. Um, you know, you can make some reasonable guesses. I, I, Belgian styles like this, they they age really well. They they go good in your basement or your cellar for for a while. So um, I wouldn't worry too much about the date on. I could drink this one, boy. Though, oh yeah, you know? this is so, excellent. So how about the done. how about the aroma of it to start with? I mean, as you say, it came out with a very Blondale look, a it great creamy one. It should. I mean, it smells like a Belgian. I mean, it's got that Belgian character in the nose. When you smell it, you know what it is. Uh, and when fruity, you little spicy, yeah, when a little you funky. drink it, the, the when you drink it, it matches the aroma. I mean, something which is nice. So, all in all. Not a bad buy for eight ninety five. Absolutely are we not. That? Now, do you go to Trader Joe's at all? Um, occasionally, yeah. There's there's one kind of nearby us. There's a there's a few other places that are that are closer by, so we don't shop there every time. But um, we do like to check out Trader Joe's beer selection, though. Okay. <laughs> now, when you're you looking don't, at me, you I, I, oh, do I go to Trader Joe's? No. No. Okay. Yeah, they. I this mean, they have got dope. some really good beers that uh, is under their brand if you will and I think a lot of them are brewed by a company called Joseph Brow and they've got a reputation for brewing pretty pretty darn good you know traditional ales if you will mm -hmm. um, they also seem to be great purveyors of pipeworks beers because whenever you go in there you're gonna find uh, quite a number of their beers uh, in specials or on display I, I think that's like correct that. yeah I have seen that I have seen that there as well. I, I'm empty, by the way. You poured yourself some extra, but not well, me. I didn't <laughs> see your glass, Phil. <laughs> so um, this one seems to uh, seems to be quite good, and and when, <laughs> as you say, when you pour it, you've got to be pretty careful because this sucker is going pretty frothy. Um, having a big head like this is not bad for Belgian beers. Oh, absolutely not. No, it makes. It, I I think it's. Uh, it just brings out the effervescence. It, it, it adds, you know, a little bit of like a. There's a nice little bit of a creamy note in here. You get the the malt body isn't lost behind all the all the hops and the flavor of the yeast. I shouldn't say all the hops. It's not a hoppy beer, but no. I'm sure they're in there. Uh, <laughs> not, not a lot though. I mean, it's very well balanced. I think oh, yeah. the carbonation. It kind of reminds me of a lower ABV version of our Devils a little bit, yeah, with a little bit less spice. It might be bit. a different yeast strain. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I didn't know if you had to. You can't say that about your own beer, can you? No. Yeah, you know, I mean, when it comes to Belgian beer, unless you're trying to do something pretty weird, um, you know, I don't, I, especially if it's a very similar yeast strain, which I'm sure it is, you're going to get a lot of the same flavors and character. And if it's a well-made yeah. beer, right. then you're going to you're gonna see those similarities in other similar beers that you like. This well, one, though, I think would be a place that might place it in the crowd pleaser category 
Um, I'm not saying it's dummy down, but um, you know, somebody that really is an aficionado might might want a little more character. They might find something to piss. Somebody who's really into Belgians, you mean? Yeah. 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 And um, Unibrew. Is it Unibrew or Unibrow? No, it's <laughs> Unibrow's on your face, isn't it? Unibrew um, is just uh, had a celebration, and I want to say it was 20 or 25 years. Wow. And they produced a beer called Dumond, I think it was, or something like Devil of the World, and it was absolutely excellent, really intense, high alcohol, worth drinking. Um, so, they, so as I say, their pedigree is good. All right, let, let's put this one to the side and compare to the other one that I came across, which is Belgian style, and this one is called Providential Belgian style golden ale. So maybe you're going to get a good pop out of this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm counting on it. Yeah. <laughs> Look for something to hit. What am I aiming at? What should I aim at? Uh, how about that? Uh, no, not at Lisa. Gonna, no, no. I'm going to see if I can hit the center of the ceiling fan. Look at there. the fan. There we go. He's prying it off. I should be videotaping this, shouldn't I? Oh, here we go. Oh, hello. Here we're going. And Hey! All right. It, not quite enough. It had the, it had the right arc, but not the right. Not, it needed a little bit more power behind it. The last it. one had no arc. It was just a straight line. This one was a yeah, little bit I less. Yeah, done it with the other one. Yeah, maybe a little less carbonation here. That's the I, thing I about corks, you. though. You only get one shot. Yeah. So so maybe the only difference in this one is that we have spices in it. But let us see. Does it? Ah, oh, it's okay. Uh, so it says with champagne-like effervescence and aromatic notes of citrus peel and ginger, this beer is malty, mild, sweet, and hoppy with a subtle spicy finish. It is sure to please the most finicky beer drinkers. Does not say exactly what the spices are. I'm assuming. I guess. I guess citrus says notes of citrus peel and ginger. So I'm. I'm taking I, that as an admission. I guess. Are you? Are you guys finicky? Sure to please the most finicky. I'd take that as a challenge. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Lisa has come over for her free sample. How, how did you, how did you like the first one? I liked it. I mean, it, it tasted, it was good, but um, I think there was something about the end of it that just kind of flattened out. TJ said it was a devil's advocate light. <laughs> okay. What's the APP on it? Uh, Seven point five. So it is light. <laughs> yeah, it is lighter. Heard <laughs> the devils. And, and now we have one here which has spices in it. And as we've determined, we're not quite certain. Well, we haven't determined really. We don't know what the spices are. But I'm going to assume that it's going to be the usual. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to assume just based on the label that it's ginger and orange peel. Ginger and orange peel. Are, are these spices? Uh, Gingers. Yeah. I, well, I, I would technically call it a. I, I, ginger can be pretty, um, pretty uh, overbearing if if it's if it's done too much. I would say. Sure, I got the right one here. I don't taste any difference to the other one. Oh, uh, I do. Oh, I do for sure. You might have oh. the wrong one. So on the uh, Lisa has pointed out that on the front it says ale brewed with spices on lees. Now that could be French for something but I don't know what it is. My high school French doesn't quite get that far. Uh, or it could be something to do with a guy called Lee. And then they said, okay, Lee, this one's on you. Maybe it's Lee on Lee. Maybe Lee fell in the, in the brew kettle or I something. I could have done, yes. <laughs> I know a friend of mine died from falling into uh, a vat of wine. You know, it took him three days to die. Because he had to keep getting out to go to the bathroom. All right. Uh, thank you very much. All right. So um, I'm going to have to come back. I had to wait for that one. So, so tell us, what have you found out about this one? Well, he's busy googling. I am himself. googling here. Yeah. Um, so it's a 
for interpreting this correctly, when I when I type in on lees, a whole bunch of winemaking stuff comes in. So it's it's a more of a winemaker's term. And what it says are what are wine lees? Lees are leftover yeast particles from autolysis, which is the self-destruction of yeast cells by enzymes created from fermentation. As strange as this may seem, lees are used in white and sparkling wines to add beneficial texture and texture and flavor. So I noticed about the texture that I thought it was a little thicker, a little smoother, less carbonated? Definitely less carbonated than the previous uh, beer. I'm assuming these are, I, I, my thought is that these are bottle conditioned, so they might have just gone a little bit less with this one, or it could just be a slight variation in the bottle based on, yeah. Do, do you have anything on the bottom of the bottle? On the bottom. Well, I mean, you well, know, bottom, one as yet. Martin Askey would say, "Ah, oh, oh, the oh. good stuff at the bottom." You know, is there any is there any yeast at the bottom? There it's hard to it's hard to tell actually. Oh, I see a few floaters. Yeah, I see. Well, I see some of the. It almost looks like like dense fog and yeah, mist <laughs> down at the bottom. It's like a runny globs, not solid globs. Oh, runny globs. Hey, yeah. that's a great That's a good name, name for a beer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Runny, I don't know, does right. would that, uh, and then you, got, then you got a picture of a guy with a running nose. Runny globs. Oh. What, what style could that be? Anyway, back to this one. Uh, again, this one is uh, $8.95 from uh, Trader Joe's. Do you think there's a difference? Well, they're both pretty good. I, yeah, I mean, you can tell there's something in here that's not just hops and barley and, and so on and so forth. There's something added there. It's hard to, but I can't really tell what it is. I really don't know. So out of the two, if you had to choose, well, first of all, would would you give a thumb in some direction to yeah, both I, of them? Yeah, I, 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 I'd give them both yep. a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. I, I like the first one better. Though. And I think whatever whatever spice whatever combination of spices they did add into the second one. You know, nor, normally I'm I'm kind of a purist when it comes to my my Belgian beers and my traditional styles. I think that the the yeast does a good enough job making. The spices on its own that I usually don't want anything extra added, but they did a really good job doing it in a subtle way that isn't overpowering in any one way or another. It adds a nice little extra dimension to the beer, so I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, and I don't think Belgian folks are really that traditional anyways. They, they want all their stuff to be original, so, you know. And good. Right? And good. Which it mostly is. They don't want to be categorized, so yeah, there you right. go. So I think we got a big thumbs up for um, these two purchases from Trader Joe's. Um, and I believe that uh, Josh Noel is, as we record this one, I think he has just published a article with respect to uh, some of the other beers from Aldi, which we did way back on, I think it was show 269, we did Aldi. Yeah. And we did a blind taste test on that one. Anyway, it seems like the Costco $20, if we can sum up here, the Costco $20, case of their varieties are okay if you don't expect much right you're getting 20 bucks worth 24 bottles for 20 bucks um, I thought the stout was pretty good um, the rest of them would you know just so so I think and we all kind of agreed on that I know Ken 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 liked uh, pretty much the same as we did but you had trouble distinguishing between ambers pale ales and IPAs <laughs> Well, yeah. and brown ales. <laughs> well, I thought, but maybe I was wrong. I, I thought that you had given us a, a pail that was actually an amber. No, the other way around. I did. I gave you everything that was in the case. I go back and listen to the first segment. So overall, I guess um, doesn't compare, of course, to your devil's advocate. And uh, 
I think those guys. I think those guys <laughs> down in Florida at Barrel of Monks want to do a collab with you. So we should talk after this. Oh, absolutely. Let's pick up our glasses and say, well, thank you, Trader absolutely. Joe's, and thank you, Costco. We've got a show. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Chuck. Good night from me. And it's good night from him. See, we got him trained now. Yeah. It's real good. <laughs> oh, that was all right, huh? Oh, I thought good. it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was bloody great. Okay, we need some we're more finished. Soup. I? I think we need some more chicken soup. Oh, that's right. Mm. I sub- Oh, the uh, the, the Britain Yankee pub kitchen supplied <laughs> what? Chicken soup, right? Yes. It All was right. delicious. Oh, good. And it's good for your health, too. Right. There you go. Britain Yankee! Britain Yankee! I'll have a pint, young. Go, give us a pint. You got any tetanus? Uh, oh, pint, please, Bob. Give another pint. Please, Bob.